There's glory forever, a crown to be worn. And scars won't matter when the battle missed an amazing patreon episode that is true we were i'd do should we kill the lead a little bit and tell them what they're missing on patreon sure <laughs> yeah we talked about marilyn manson having osteoporosis and so if that doesn't get you to go to patreon.com slash art jacob to america i don't know what will but that's what you'll get every week when you subscribe to the patreon so with that said everybody welcome to episode 173 of the art jacob to america podcast I am your host today, Mr. Jacob P., and the place to be. Sitting right across from me is the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trejo. Art, say hello to the hello. millions and millions of, uh, of uh, loyal listeners. What's up, guys? Um, oh, shit. We need to do that again because I didn't hit fucking record oh, on Oh, dang. Good thing. Because I was about to like <laughs> unleash the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 173 of the Art Jacob. Art and Jacob do America podcast. Fuck it. I'm leaving the fucking first part in the audio. But I am your host today, Mr. Jacob P. In the place to be sitting right across from me is the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions and millions. What's up, motherfuckers? Um, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are feeling lively and awake. If you're not feeling lively and awake, wake your ass up with some caveman coffee. Guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory of coffee beans, cold brews, hibiscus tea, hats, shirts, pants, whatever they have on there. Check it all out. Buy some cool merch. Type in America to receive 15% off of your total checkout price. (laughs) Um, Sorry, I need some K-Man coffee. But not only does that help you receiving 15% off, it also helps us. It gives us some kickback. And if you could do us even a more solid than that, I know our buddy Jesus has been like blasting us on the internet uh, with K-Man Coffee and Art Jacob to America and all that stuff. So if you could do the same as he does, 
just take a picture of yourself, drink some coffee, some caveman coffee, and tag us, tag them. That way they know that you guys are listening to them. We really appreciate that, and they really appreciate that. So, God bless you all. (laughs) And speaking of God blessing us all, God, on the seventh day, he rested. But then on the eighth day, God created the greatest hot sauce of all time. Guys, please make sure you're going wherever they sell food. And buying yourself some El Yucateco hot sauce. Guys, the kings of flavor since 1968. That is 50 plus years of flavor town. Minus the bleached hair. Uh, but right in front of me, guys, I have uh, the triple X. I have three triple X hot sauces. Um, I have some on deck for people that cannot locate um, some El Yucateco hot sauce. But I went ahead and started off with the triple X. I believe that is Art's favorite um, sauce out of the lineup. Definitely. As well as Brent from the world famous Sofa King's favorite um, hot sauce. Mine is the black, but um, I almost fought Brent shirtless over the fact that, you know, hey, I believe black is just a little bit better. But hey, to each their own. You know what I'm saying? We're living in Corona times. We're living in political times where we're divided as a country. But nothing brings the country better together better than a quality hot sauce. Guys, I've been putting El Yucateco hot sauce on pretty much all of my food. Um, I was telling Art before we started recording that, you know, my daily regimen is, you know, scrambling up two eggs and putting some turkey bacon in there or some turkey sausage or whatnot and then eating that. And then I'll put some El Yucateco hot sauce on it. I've been messing with all seven flavors. But, hey, whatever your flavor palette is, whether it's, you know, super mild like the jalapeno flavor or super hot like the triple X. Guys, just go out there. And like Art was saying with um, Caveman Coffee, uh, just tag yourself. Take a picture. Of you eating, you know, El Yucateco hot sauce, you know, whatever food you're making, whether you're putting it on cereal or fucking a baguette or a fucking, you know, on your uh, calcium chew or whatever, because you have osteoporosis like Marilyn Manson. (laughs) (laughs) Just tag us, tag El Yucateco and post it on the social media. So that way it lets El Yucateco know that, hey, Art and Jacob sent you their way. So with that said, Art, do you want to jump into this week's topic? Let's just jump in head first, man, because this is a weird one. This is a wild one. We're we're all over the place. We did sports last week. This is like some like end of the world scenario type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the topic that we're doing today is the R slash five September twenty twenty subreddit. I guess some people call it September five twenty twenty. That's what we're talking about. Never heard of it. Neither did I. Me neither. <laughs> I had heard of it, but I had I hadn't really delved into it to the point that we did. We're probably gonna dive into it today. We'll probably have some discussion as well. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty strange one. You guys are all familiar with the website Reddit. I hope you are, unless you're Marilyn Manson and very elderly on your osteoporosis, <laughs> you probably know what Reddit is. And this is one of those things that is born from Reddit. Uh, it's born from the user September Five Survivor, and it only gets weirder from here. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just, well, so how would you describe this? Because it's, it's even tough to even describe what it is. Which is going to make this week's episode very challenging because um, usually what happens when we're, you know, discussing, hey, what topics we're going to go over, you know, usually Art and I will, you know, bounce ideas back and forth. Usually Art brings something the most interesting topic to light mostly because most of the topics we cover i've never heard of before so when art uh pitched this uh topics um september 5th 2020 we thought that would be awesome because it's like that date hasn't happened yet and he said it is next week though yeah it is next saturday um and if you're listening on monday or whatever yeah someone's gonna listen to this on friday night (laughs) yeah just be fucking scared to get death i'm looking at you alejandra (laughs) don't worry guys i'll listen to it on september 4th yeah (laughs) 
But basically, um, the video that Art sent me on YouTube when you know I was looking it over to greenlight this or not, um, kind of pitched it as kind of like an end of the world conspiracy. Yeah. And um, I was tr- I was I was texting Art off and on throughout the week, and I was telling him I was like, dude, this is it's super hard to like grasp my hands around just because like it goes through all sorts of different rabbit holes it kind of reminds me a little bit of like an arg like you know cicada 3301 yeah it kind of reminds me of um you know something that i would have grown up with uh with my mom who watched a lot of televangelists who would always preach um randomly like oh there's gonna be a big event happening it's going to be at the end of july like i don't know how many times my mom and i were scared that you know the the fucking the end times were going to happen the antichrist was going to you know crack open the middle of the earth and pop out with the seven-headed dragon just because some televangelist was like preaching it on tv so it's got like a lot of those elements to it it kind of has a lot of uh schizophrenic elements to it because you go down all these rabbit holes and i believe there's several different like youtube videos that the the um the, the user uh, September five survivor will post like one of them is like a YouTube video of like a mouse like attacking like this Michael Jackson looking mannequin lady thingy or whatever. <laughs> Another one was like some YouTube video that was created in 2016 where it's like this this country music Christian song talking about like the scars won't matter when Jesus gets back and it's just like whoa what the hell so, does all of this mean? So you have to do a little bit of deciphering if you will to kind of get this conspiracy or cult if you will so that's the issue that i struggle with is this a conspiracy is this like what is this so let me just tell you guys a little bit of the subreddit themselves so Mm -hmm. i'll read you guys what the community says it says a community devoted to surviving 5th september 2020 and then frequently asked questions how we will survive who is the man in blue flames where does the hallway lead? Already, it's like kind of fucking like, what are you talking about, bro? Mm. Bro, this is Marilyn Manson shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and honestly, like the the re- the subreddit itself starts in October of 2019, so it's relatively new, and it's picked up steam like super fast. Uh, I think the reason that it's picked up steam super fast is once COVID hit, this shit was like. Does anybody know anything? Yeah. <laughs> and like this was the thing I think most people found online was surviving this thing. And I, I have to admit, I mean, if there's ever a year that the world is going to end, 2020 seems to be like that year that's Most like reasonable. some bullshit's going to go down or like Trump's head's going to explode. It's going to be a demon in there or something. <laughs> like <laughs> seven like lizard heads come out. <laughs> yeah. It, it One of them's Alex Jones. If 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 his head blew up and it was like a fucking like demon in there, I'd be like, okay, that, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, it's not that surprising. It's, I'm pretty sure Don Lemon would stick a gun in his head. And, like, <laughs> you'd hear that filter song, like, "Hey man, nice shot." Oh like, yeah, true. Yeah. Poor Don Lemon. <laughs> um, but anyways, guys. So one of the things that um, uh, that was really interesting is a lot of this kind of is born from this user's dream. One of the first posts he ever has is him. It's a him, right? Yeah. Well, we're just assuming gender. Assuming it's a him. Um, because all hate mail to me. Yeah. So we'll just say it's a him. Um, but he's describing a wedding scenario that takes place in September 5th of 2020, um, where there are these characters. It's like an orange boy, 
Oh, do you have the characters written down? Yeah, the uh, I should have written down the characters. But it's an orange boy, a purple man, a green hallway, and I'm missing one. A man in blue flames. A man in blue flames. Um, describes those characters as this like dream nightmare scenario where this person is getting married and like they're freaking out because they're trying to get out of this marriage or something. But it, it's basically just like this like panic dream and it actually doesn't seem that weird like if somebody told me they were having that dream i'd be like yeah dude sounds like you just need to drink more like hibiscus tea you need to take your osteoporosis <laughs> medicine uh marilyn manson you need to start <laughs> going to sleep at a earlier bedtime and you should probably do more cardio bro <laughs> stop taking benadryl to fall asleep man. yeah um yeah poor marilyn manson but he's old <laughs> but anyways yeah um so it's pretty wild, but that is the genesis of of this whole subreddit was this wild fucking dream. And it actually, like, a point that I'll make later on down the line, um, it'll come back to this whole dream thing. But that is the big beginning of this whole thing. And then the Reddit starts picking up steam with people posting, like, is this real? What's going on here? Is this an ARG? You know, one of those, mm-hmm. like, virtual reality, not virtual realities, but, like, alternate reality alternate game. reality games yeah um and honestly i could see why people would say that i mean that seems to be one of the more popular things online like this is fucking weird there has to be an arg and i mentioned earlier it kind of reminds me a little bit of cicada 3301 where like he even drops like this picture of like these like cut out images like i think like it's like uh like some necklaces like some girl crying on a rug um the hallway the hallway yeah there's like a um a dead little baby deer like on the corner or whatever and like it kind of it's kind of reminiscent to some like image that like went viral or whatever but like a lot of people like cicada 3301 are like trying to decipher it like you know what does this image mean and this guy is like going this user is going around you know different subreddits you know he, he goes to a poetry subreddit and he does like this whole thing that says roses are red the man in flames is blue. I'm lost in a hallway. Um, what should I do? As the day gets closer, I can't help but fear. Will my will I find my safe place when September by September of next year? And so he like always dropping like weird things like that to different subreddits. Like he'll go to like the fucking Marilyn Manson subreddit <laughs> and just be like, <laughs> beware of you know September fifth. He'll go to like you know the AutoZone fucking subreddit and just be like hey make sure you you stay indoors on september 5th and whenever anybody like questions him they're like well what's gonna happen on september 5th and uh, like it's always like just black and white like super vague actually yeah yeah, vague and, and just always the same like bad things well what should i do just stay inside and they're like he always talks about like they or the corporation you know is is up to no good and that, you know, it's not one bad thing, but a lot of bad things are supposedly... A cluster of bad things, yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen on September 5th, 2020. One of the bad things that a lot of people have been pointing and citing as is a potential very large earthquake that's happening in California. I believe the YouTuber slash Redditor Frankie McDonald's, which is real. I'm only laughing because the name is like so like white dude in like Kansas sounding. Uh-huh. But um, sounds delicious too. Yeah. So Frankie McDonald says that there is going to be large earthquakes in California in the month of September, which is fucking terrifying because like I think we've had this conversation in the past where like we've lived in Bakersfield at least for 
you know, I, I've been here on and off for at least the last like 20, 25 years mm-hmm. where it's like, I know what it's like here. We know what it's like here. And like, um, for the most part, we, I, as a, I would say until like I was about 24 years old, I don't think I ever experienced an earthquake here. Not, not anything that it was significant at all. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't until the last two years that I think I've actually really felt like actual like tremor activity where it's like, whoa, I felt that. Like, what was that? And like, and something that would never happen like back in like 2005, 2006, like mm-hmm. that time period. I never felt anything like that. So there has been a larger earthquake activity in California and like even places like Bakersfield where that's not really felt. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, maybe he's onto something that's not the most far-fetched wild idea it's not like he's saying like fucking the demon with seven heads is gonna rise like <laughs> and give everybody yeah. osteoporosis yeah <laughs> the osteoporosis demon is among us <laughs> <laughs> but not before the emphysema dragon go to bed before 9 p.m <laughs> and you will survive um yeah i mean the it's osteoporosis not- <laughs> demon it's not that weird but it's like it, this guy also has that Frankie McDonald's his name, right? Frankie McDonald's also has some like history of making wild claims in the past. Some of which are just really outlandish of like, I don't know. He seems like he would also listen to Alex Jones, but saying earthquakes are coming doesn't sound that far fetched, especially living in California. I get, that's been a thing. Like the big one, that's the thing that we've heard all our lives that's coming. Yes. I will say this. I will not be in Los Angeles on September 5th. Just because no. I don't know if I believe this shit, but I believe it enough to not go. <laughs> Plus, I have to work that day. I don't. Know. Well, shit. Well, I might die. So, <laughs> on it's so it's on a Saturday, so that means yeah. I'm going to be doing yard work. So I have no choice but to be outside. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe I got to work on a Saturday. Ah, uh, you loser. And die. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's strange. It's vague. People have these ideas of what's going on, and it's again, like I said earlier, it's linked a lot to dreams and like having strange dreams. Another thing that, you know, people link to the September five subreddit is this thing called the happy Valley dream surveys. And you said it was a government funded thing. Well, when you look at it, like, cause when you go on, there's two places you, you have to look to look up this theory right now, presently in August 30th of 2020, it's only just Reddit and YouTube. And so the YouTube videos that were, they were showing me, you know, you know, that, you know, place, it looked like a very official government website that it would send you to. And then you would click on, you know, the Reddit link that would try to send you there. And, you know, the website is expired. So, Uh but I'm only going off of that, off of what I was able to see with screenshots from YouTube, but it looks very much like, Hey, if you were going to go to the IRS's website or the DMV's website, it looks like a very governmental website. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they have to have funding because uh, they have a phone number associated to it. I actually have the phone number here. It's uh, 725-333-9067. So if you have weird dreams, give them a call. And they also have an email, the Happy Valley Dream Survey at mail.com, which is a weird place to send mail to. And they would um, they posted like, you know, like those like, um, like, like when we went to BC or Cal State, like they, you know, they had like those bulletin boards mm-hmm. like, like real physical bulletin boards, not like fucking online ones where you would post something and you'd have to like pull the phone number from like the little filleted yeah. ends or whatever. They would actually have those posted up like them in multiple and, states. Yeah. in multiple states on multiple college campuses. So it tells you that, you know, they're directing all this towards college age people. Mm-hmm. 
And the strange thing, and not to link it too much to the whole earthquake thing, but the states that it was mostly in were there were a lot in California, there were a lot in Nevada, and it was mostly like West Coast states mm-hmm. that that they were doing it, which freaks me out a little bit. Of uh, if something big is going to happen, I hope it doesn't happen in the West Coast. Um, so kind of that does freak me out a little bit. But anyways, um, they have to have funding to do that and to put it in multiple states to have a website to have a phone number. I mean, it's not unheard of. We've seen like other ARGs also have funding like this. It's you cicada. Know, you, you can yeah, cicada. We just you know we never got to the bottom of cicada, but cicada has to have funding. Like someone someone's fucking working a double shift at Denny's <laughs> to <laughs> to get that shit going. Um, but it is interesting and it adds that level of of intrigue of like what is this tie to dreams? And at this point, I was still like. This is some bullshit. I think we even texted like, oh, I was telling Jacob like, we should also talk about like 2012 and how that bullshit didn't happen. Because mm. I was just like, this is so dumb. But then I stumbled across this whole thing with the Washington Post and NPR putting out a story about how in the last, since the beginning of 2020, the number of people having reported strange dreams has true. increased significantly. Like to a point where like, they've never seen like people having this level of strange dreams. And a lot of people think that it's high levels of anxiety of, you know, where the turmoil is. And then also the fact that people have been cooped up at home for the most part. And so the the mind wants to create a more like, um, just to create more, a livelier habitat for the brain itself. It'll create these more like vivid dreams and wild dreams and things like that. But it is strange that this is the year that all of a sudden people start dreaming yeah. like wilder dreams. And it's it's really strange because just a few days ago I had a dream and I hadn't even thought about this. Like I hadn't even stumbled across this yet. But I had this really weird dream where like I was pushing a, a baby stroller and like I was leaving the Maya cinema and like there were just so many people and like I was trying to protect this baby and this baby stroller to like not get like trampled by people. And I was just like, man, that's a fucking weird dream. I remember I woke up the next morning. I told my girlfriend about it. I was like, that was such a fucking weird dream. And I was like, I remember like my girlfriend was, had already like gone further than I have. And I was like trying to like protect this kid. And like, I was like, man, I was so like weirded out by this dream that I could, I had to tell her like my dream. And I rarely like wake up and be like, I got to tell you this weird dream I had. Yeah. But it was a weird dream. And I'm sure a lot of it has to do with what that Washington post article posted about. Like, people being cooped up at home and wanting to have like more action in their life, whatever it mm-hmm. may be. But it could be that it could very well be that. And like science seems to back that. But again, it's so weird that like the whole correlation with dreams being like a bigger deal. And like now in 2020, everyone seems to be not everyone, but a higher percentage of society seems to be having like super vivid dreams, which adds to that subreddit because that's a lot of people posting on, you know, that subreddit talking about, oh, I saw the man in the blue flame. I saw the orange boy or, you know, I saw, you know, a green hallway, too. And they they kind of like give their story about what happened to it or whatever. And then people kind of world build, if you will, yeah. onto this, whatever this is, ARG or, you know, doomsday cult or whatever, you know, and it's just like. It's it's a weird thing that if you get stuck on one thing, it'll lead you down this whole rabbit hole. Like there's the whole sleep thing, um, there's the whole doomsday thing. Like I like I keep circling back to it's just like this whole uh, end of the world thing. And one of them is one of the things that um, this user does is he'll always post like two different numbers. Like you gave you know that sleep study number, 
but he did like a random number, which was like plus sign four four five six five three seven four, and I believe like the first three numbers in that sequence um, would indicate oh it's like a British you know telephone number, and like even the way you know they structure out the name the five September twenty twenty that's a very British way to you know uh-huh. give a date right so it led makes you lead you to believe like oh this is like some British person you know doing whatever they're doing, like, on Reddit, whatever, right? But then there's also another number that they give, which is a 583. Oh, and then, by the way, that first sequence of numbers, it's missing one number to be, like, a complete number. So people are, like, scrambling to, like, oh, what's the missing number? Maybe that's a part of the ARG is trying to find, like, the missing number, call that phone number and get more information. Maybe it's six. Oh, well, I'm getting there. (laughs) And then so he gives another sequence of numbers, you know. Again, very, like, very very much like is like very repetitive with it it's just like always this number and then this number it's like the five eight three three four eight nine one and then people are like what is this is this like some kind of like like puzzle or whatnot and then somebody actually like added those numbers together or did some kind of mathematical equation with them i didn't (laughs) fact check this or not yeah but like i guess if you add these numbers together you get four five one six 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 nine seven eight now anybody that knows anything about six 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 is it's supposed to be the number of the beast yeah which if you read the uh, book of revelations you can even actually i didn't know this before this episode because i went down the whole end of the world uh rabbit hole with this and the quran actually mirrors what the bible says about the end of the end of the world too like where there's supposed to be like some antichrist that come, the seven-headed fucking osteoporosis dragon comes out trump and his seven children <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but Jesus actually is a character in the Quran that's supposed to lead us into, you know, um, paradise or whatever, you know, he's, uh, supposed to be the savior that helps. I was like, wow, that's really weird. And like, maybe go down a whole political train of thought, like, well, why do fucking the right wing Christians hate Muslims so much? But anyways, I digress on that. But, you know, you read all these like end of the world conspiracies or end of the, uh, end times uh, scriptures and these televangelists or whatever, like they really hammer home, you know, like the end of the world. And like I was, t- I don't know if I told you this on the Patreon or at the beginning of this episode, but I remember growing up always like my mom always had like the Christian uh, television network yeah, on yeah. or whatever. Right. And it was because, you know, our house was haunted and possessed by demons. So we wanted to have like, a good Lord's energy in the house. Yeah. But like with that though, you had like a lot of like janky fucking televangelists on there that were always preaching like the end of the world is near. You need to repent. You need to get all of your family members and your friends to donate to the Kenneth Copeland uh, <laughs> church of ministry or yeah. whatever, because we need this jumbo jet so we can fly to Afghanistan and build a, a bunker for all of God's children to survive the apocalypse because Alex or <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump's seven headed beast is going to come and give everybody osteoporosis. <laughs> but, um, that was like a, a, almost a yearly occurrence where like, I remember specifically, and I was watching Supermarket Sweep on the Lifetime Network. Uh-huh. And uh, my mom in the background had, on the other TV, she had, you know, one of these televangelists on. And he kept preaching that, hey, the end of July 1994, something really bad's going to happen. We believe Jesus is coming back. So you you better prepare. You bet. It was like a doomsday bunker yeah, scenario yeah. or whatever, right? And so I just remember my mom, like, silently being petrified. I Like, you know how you can read somebody's emotions in their eyes? 
And I remember like when we went grocery shopping at Lucky's that week, my mom bought like a bunch of like canned foods and like yeah. bottled water. My mom never bought the water. She still doesn't buy water. She drinks tap water. Um, getting all that good fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> She's so docile. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like she bought like a bunch of jugs of water and whatnot just because she thought like, oh, at the end of July, 1994, something really yeah. bad's going to happen. Well, the end of the well, July 30th or 31st or whatever came and went 1994 and nothing really happened. And I remember thinking that was like the first like, oh, this is bullshit moment and thinking like, well, what the fuck? Like explain. You're going to have to explain that, Mr. Kenneth Copeland or whoever the televangelist was. And he goes, we've had biblical scholars look into it. And what we think happened was there was an earthquake in California with all the liberals. And we think what happened was is that earthquake, it was so deep within the earth's crust that it shook hell. And it reminded them, it reminded Satan, the power that the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ has over him. And I was like, man, that is so fucking, fucking janky. It's kind of a cop-out, yeah. Yeah, because it's just like, of course there's going to be a fucking earthquake in California. Like, every time we feel an earthquake here in California... Like, we're like, we get really hypersensitive about that. Like, every little jolt and shake, we're like, oh, shit, an earthquake. We experienced that last year. And then earlier this year, there was, like, a brief earthquake as well. And so there's a website you can go to that tracks every, you know, seismic movement, you yeah. know, here in California. And I actually we, have that app on my phone. Oh, God it bless It's you. funny. I downloaded that app because we've gained so many earthquakes here. Yeah. And if you really study it, there's literally, like, 17 earthquakes a day yeah. here in California. They're so small that you can't, f or sometimes they happen so far beneath the Earth's surface that you're not really feeling it. But they happen fucking every day. Yeah. Oh, constantly. Yeah. I mean, we get like 2.5s like all the time. We're probably having a 2.5 right now, and we don't even know about it. Yeah. Like, the the reality is like you know we feel the bigger ones at like three, fours. Like that's when you start really feeling them. But the reality is the Earth is constantly moving, and like mm. that's always gonna happen. And the, it kind of ties into the whole, like, what's going to happen on uh, September 5th, where it's like, he says, like, multiple bad things are going to happen, so stay inside. So, like, my fear is, or not my fear, but, like, my hypothesis is, is like, they're going to be like, whoa, did you, did you know that there was 29 earthquakes in California that day? And it's just like, well, yeah, there's usually 29 is. earthquakes every day. Yeah, there kind of is. So, like, that's what I'm hoping, like. Yeah. Is it is the scenario? I hope it's not really the real end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um. One of the number that he keeps bringing up is that, that twenty four number. Kind of just kind of came out of nowhere. He kind of almost used it as a signature for a while, like mm -hmm. signing off twenty four. Like yeah. he was calling himself twenty four. And a lot of people linked it to Kobe Bryant's death, which happens like a few weeks later. I think it's like a month later. Kobe Bryant dies. Who famously wore the number twenty four. So some people online were saying, like, is this linked? Like, is this some kind of, like, the government is in on it, the government knows, and, like, this is kind of their way of, like, that seems a little, like, fucking insanity. It seems a little too QAnon for me to, like, buy into that. I think people sadly die, and, like, and that's the reality of, yeah. of life. But um, some other people were saying that the number 24 is somehow linked to the fact that we don't actually have 24 hours in a day. I, th I think I saw that in the mm -hmm. Rainbot video I sent you. Um, where there's not actually 24 hours in a day, there's like 23, 23 point something. Like it's almost 24, but that's why we have a leap day and every four years. Yeah. Um, cause it adds for that one day that we've kind of skip over all the time. Um, and they're saying that this is going to like 
something's going to happen to like the Earth's rotational shift where it's actually going to tilt enough to where we're going to have a full 24-hour day. And that's going to be the whole like seismic change where it's like, now we completed 24 hours in one day because yeah. of this one thing. But it, honestly, like if that happened, I would still be very impressed that they were able to nail this with, with if that one weird thing, because that is like a one in a million type of thing uh, that I would be very interested in, in actually seeing happen in my lifetime. That's kind of like a roar Borealis, though, where it's like, it's cool, but it's not like the world ain't any kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I saw that, I would think that too. Like, oh shit, is the world ending? If I saw the Aurora Borealis, that or the fucking osteoporosis demons. <laughs> the Bakersfield there is like equally as impressive as, <laughs> as uh, Aurora Borealis. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with that said, though, like you mentioned that, like, hey, they think that the Earth's rotation might tilt and we get that full 24 hours. We don't know what the ramification of it is. Um, I know we were talking before we started recording where they was talking about like the sixth realm would be opening up. Yeah. You want to jump into that? So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I had some struggles with what the sixth realm meant. And apparently, what the sixth realm is is just the um, the realm that goes into our dream state, I suppose. Uh-huh. Which at this point, it starts getting a little bit spiritual because it's it, it goes back to that whole like ayahuasca, like very like Native Americans, like believe in this type of thing and it's like for me it's it's this is the part where it starts getting a little bit tricky in the whole research part of it because some of it is like yes people in the past have famously taken like ayahuasca and like peyote to have these like dream visions of like of premonitions or like enlightenment so it is a thing that like has happened historically whether there's scientific backing to it i don't know i don't know i don't know one of our biggest listeners is Alejandra. She has like Native American roots and she might be able to enlighten us more into like what that's all about. Uh-huh. I would actually love to talk to her about that. Cause I know very little I've, I've done drugs, but never to the point where I'm like trying to enlighten myself is just mostly just like tripping out. Open that third eye. Yeah. I just, I just trip out and listen to tool, but nothing really <laughs> happened. <laughs> but, um, do you know what you got to do? You got to listen to easy E while you're high. Oh man. One of my, wildest experiences ever was listening to this album no such thing i've ranked it i've brought it up multiple times as one of my favorite albums on when we did that top albums episode but um mm. i listened to that high and i was like super fucking high as hell and listened to like i started hearing sounds that i haven't been able to hear since where i'm like fuck this is amazingly beautiful and then i ate pancakes right after <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing but I never seen, but but people like you listen to Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan's talked about those like DMT dreams, where like you know they're very short, but at the same time you're able to see like interdimensional beings. And I've talked about interdimensional beings of like a real scientific possibility. Maybe I mean I'm gonna just leave this at a maybe because it's like so fucking wildly coyote insanity here. But at the same time, it's like I again, this is that whole like. I'm an ant trying to learn algebra right now because mm-hmm. I don't know about that stuff. I don't. I really know very little about like interdimensional possibilities and the sixth realm and like the way that the brain works and the DMT that's released into the brain and all these things. Like it was starting to get. It was starting to make me feel like really small in a giant universe when I started looking into this. I mean, I don't know how what you had on the sixth realm part of it. It was just like one of those things where I would look at it and it didn't really catch my eye as much because a lot of it, like when you start talking about like, you know, you know, realms and, you know, opening the third eye or whatever. And it's like, 
oh that that's how drug addicts talk yeah you know that, that yeah, i mean that's the other thing of, about this whole thing yeah it's just like that's how drug addicts talk or any i mean i'm not putting too much out there i mean i have an uncle with very heavily drug addict or whatever and it's like oh yeah this sounds like what my uncle would say and then um a lot of it too like you're like oh this person has schizophrenia because like okay there's a couple youtube videos yeah. that i was talking about uh one being you know that that country end of the world doomsday song or whatever which i'll play at the end of the episode because i think it's <laughs> hilarious um and that was released in 2016. That's what's weird. And it says September 5th matters or whatever, yeah. which is weird. It was like November of 2016. So we were getting ready to elect the seven-headed osteoporosis demon here. <laughs> <laughs> and He the, warned uh, us. Hey, he warned us. He did. Yeah, I mean, shout out to him and his 2,000 uh, views on YouTube. Still more <laughs> views on YouTube than us. By the way, you guys really need to start Step watching. Step it up on YouTube. Man, I just want to get to the level where like, our fans and Silver King fans are on the same level. I know we it's a lot of bleed over and a lot of their fans are our fans, but their following is like so intense with their like everything that they post and whatever. You guys get step it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so that was funny listening to that because it reminded me of my whole fucking, you know, televangelist story I just gave you. But then the other video that he keeps posting too is like this very strange video of this I don't want to say it's a lady because I think it's like it's like some adult swim shit where it's just um what is what do they call her? I have it written down. Uh, Miss Shane, Miss Shay Saint John or whatever. And there's like multiple videos of this where it's like this mannequin looking thing. It looks kind of like the Black Dahlia or whatever. Oh wow! And um, did you see this video? No, I did not. Oh okay. Well, shit. We should probably watch it. Um, fuck it. Bring it up. Um, look up Miss Shay St. John, uh, Trigger 28, My Mousy. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, okay. Miss uh, Shay St. Uh, John. Let me just look. What was the last part? Uh, Trigger 28, My Mousy. Okay, I could, that seems. It's not a porn, I promise. Even though it sounds like a janky ass porn. Trigger 28, Miss Mousy. No, My Mousy. Oh, My Mousy. Oh, my mousy, not Miss Mousy. Let me see what pops up. Uh, not, nothing yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they get a lot of searches for this, but let's see. Oh yeah, this thing right here. Ah, uh, let me see. Saint John. Or... Yep, that. Oh. This is like some fat boy slim shit. <laughs> Watch it, dude. It's fucking weird. Hope you guys can hear that. Wow. So this reminds me of something else I've seen. This is like Marilyn Manson before he blew up, though. Yeah, before the osteoporosis. Yeah, this is back when he was still good. Uh, I guess I should describe what we're seeing. So it's like a mannequin woman with like mannequin hands and like a mannequin face. Like Look, looking at a mouse opening the cabinet, opening a cabinet, closing a cabinet. This like repetitive image of a mouse going in and out of a cabinet. But wait, there's more. Doors closed. He's like stomping the mouse, kind of. 
so that part got kind of funny there. Oh, that's... Now the mouse is attacking the Michael Jackson mannequin. So, I mean, is it, though? It's just... Oh, it does. Oh, okay. And, like, the woman fell. Uh, Morris got ejected from a foul for Luca. <laughs> oh, and the mouse gets down. So the mouse starts eating the woman's face. It looks like some... If, if I walked into this house, I would be fucking terrified of the mess that they have. I'm sure there's more than one of these rodents running around. Look at that fucking... It's pretty fucking trippy. Yeah. It reminds me of like some 2007 witch house thing. Yeah. So it looks like it's a series of videos with this uh, mousy lady here. Yeah, and so yeah, that that whole that lady had Miss Shea St. John or whatever. It's probably two dudes or whatever. Uh, but th- he keeps posting that video, and uh, along with it, like again, people are trying to decipher it, kind of like Cicada three three hundred one and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, this person who's posting it, this user, this five September survivor, or whatever. Like he's either like some like drugged out dude that just likes to go on fucking Reddit, and you know talk about surviving you know september 5th just to get a rise out of people because he is getting a rise you know people are posting their dreams on the subreddit or whatnot you weren't joking they have a lot of views yeah and posting like these weird trippy ass videos just to get a rise out of people and i'm like oh wow he's either a fucking schizophrenic a drug addict or some fucking uber fucking um what's the word I'm looking for? Like a troll, but like that's into like very avant-garde fucking, you know, shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, maybe it's that, you know, it's just like a troll, an attention seeking troll, but just like has like very weird tastes and things. And it's, it's borderline schizophrenic, borderline fucking drug addict or whatever. Right. I mean, that's, that's art, I guess. Like art is open for interpretation of like, I agree. Yeah. Where, like, you know, you can go to certain levels of insanity to create some of the best art out there. It's, like, it's always on the fringe of, like, this is almost... Some of my favorite art is, like, where it's, like, borderline, this is almost deadly. Like, even something like Dillinger Escape Plan, where it's, like, the original lead singer is in a wheelchair now because that shit's too intense and he broke his back. (laughs) And, like, that's the... that's I like that stuff. I don't know what this is. Like, Gigi Allen, like... I talked about, I don't know if I talked about it on air or not, but I'm a big fan of Justice Yieldham, who does like his performances are basically broken glass to his face, and then he hooks up a microphone to it, and like it's basically a guitar amplifier to create like a guitar sound with broken glass, but he's pushing the broken glass against his face to like create these very unique performances. And he only does like two performances a year, but they're very like intense and like they're very exclusive as well. And I think that it's beautiful to a certain extent as well but um i could see why someone would be like this is fucking insanity like this is close to like you're watching some dude kill himself kind of thing which he never does he's he's a married <laughs> happily married man <laughs> but um he protects his child outside yeah. of the maya he's actually like the perfect perfect father <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it could very much be a someone's interpretation of like this is my art of like this chaos is coming and like, you know, if somebody asked me to interpret interpret the year 2020 and the year 
prior to this 2019 i mean it's been violence it's been chaos it's been policemen shooting black men it's been riots it's been trump saying racist things and diseases and you know we're all locked up with wearing masks when we go to fucking target or whatever like yeah it's been wild how do you interpret that into into a thought you know maybe it's a fucking mannequin being chased by a mouse <laughs> like <laughs> like i mean that's that's the reality of like art being insanity co- yeah. pretty much um but i don't know i mean like you know i guess this is the part of the show where we kind of talk about our discussions of what we think is going on here and um i feel like i a little i half asked a lot about about like my last couple of like what i think is going on because i keep saying like i don't know and this is another one where like i don't know <laughs> But I will say that a part of me does have a foot in the I'm still not going to, like, go to L.A. on that day. I'm still, <laughs> like, probably going to make sure my cell phone is fully charged. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to fucking build a doomsday bunker or anything like that. But I do want to have, like, a flashlight in my car that day kind of thing. <laughs> like, because you don't know. And if and if the collective mind... Again, that whole thing about the dreams I thought was really strange, and 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 I trust the the Washington Post and NPR; they're pretty credible. Um, one thing I do believe in is um, this study I saw many years ago of there was this crossword puzzle study, where basically they would release a, a crossword puzzle to the city of New York, and they would keep it exclusive. Like so, these like ten people they weren't allowed to see the crossword, but everyone in New York got to do it. So they would release it the next day once everyone in New York solved it. The next day they would release it to these 10 people who had who not seen it. And they were able to solve it a lot quicker than whenever they would release one that was not related to the ones that were being released to the city of New York. And then they would get one that was not related at all. And they had more trouble solving those. So the theory is that we kind of have like this weird collective mind that we're somehow all interconnected. Mm-hmm. And so like one person's fear can become another person's fear, which is true, I guess. Like if I kept running in here and saying there's <laughs> this guy's got a knife, like at some <laughs> yeah. point that kind of freaks people out. But um but maybe like the fact that we kind of share thing. I don't know. That that's a point again where it starts getting a little too trippy, a little too spiritual. Where I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, there was never a really concise answer of like what that study proved. Was was it all just luck that these puzzles were easier? Was it all just like the fact that I don't know? Maybe it was just the topic for that crossword puzzle was like spaghetti, and like they were easier to solve <laughs> in New York. But but <laughs> whatever, like shitty pizza and like new yorkers are all about shitty pizza but <laughs> but um i'm gonna get so much hate for that you know hey that or you're, uh, you're gonna be labeled a pedophile I don't um know. shitty pizza it's all about chicago pizza just saying but anyways or like deep dish anyways um just saying i don't know if people's brains are actually like somehow spiritually spiritually linked i don't know how that works i don't know what the hell is going on here it's a possibility the science is unproven. There's those studies, the whole crossword puzzle study that kind of does show a correlation between an entire city knowing the answer to this one thing and people being able to solve it faster. But again, who knows? I don't know. Like it, it just, it seems so strange, but I do know this on September 5th, we're going to fucking find out. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. And hopefully, I mean, I really do hopeful, hopeful it's bullshit. You know, I hope it, it you know, the prophecy is not true 
you know, again, like I said, there was a video, you know, in 2016 saying that September 5th matters or whatever. I don't know where it's supposed to matter at. You know, maybe it'll be a cop out like that whole televangelist story I just gave you. Maybe it'll be this big cataclysmic thing or whatever. Right. But to me, I don't think it's going to be anything huge if all you have to do is go indoors to these, you know, wood built homes or whatever. So I don't think it's going to be super cataclysmic. I mean, we're looking at people in Louisiana right now that are having to fucking flee the state because of fucking hurricanes coming at them. Uh, so I don't think, I, I mean, that's that's right now. That's currently happening in August 30th. Are they just, could they lump themselves into that? Like, are the hurricanes going to intensify in Louisiana again? I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. But at the same time, hey, maybe it is an ARG, an alternate reality game, where, you know, a lot of it is just putting these bread, breadcrumbs and you just get to solve this puzzle, just like Cicada 3301. Uh, maybe it's mental illness. This dude is just, you know, bored and letting his mental illness you know fly on the internet or whatever and that's not to fucking shame or downplay anybody that does have mental illness but that's a very real thing maybe it's a troll who loves all the attention he gets because he is getting attention every time he drops a video every time he drops those those weird pictures or whatever right that gets him attention people are posting their dreams saying that hey i'm seeing the blue man in flames i'm seeing the orange boy i'm seeing the green hallway what does that mean i've seen shit like that I mean, just after watching like a Rob Zombie movie, you know, you brought up Rob Zombie early, I think on the Patreon, where at the end of uh, Halloween 2, um, you know, he... <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm a motherfucking zombie. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of uh, Halloween 2, I remember like the final shot is Laurie Strode um, in this very white hallway uh, white room there's a white horse sherry moon zombies in a white dress uh you know laurie strode's like in all white you know michael baby michael myers is there he's in all white and i remember after watching that like i would have dreams where like everything was in all white you know it looked like a puff daddy music video or whatever yeah. right so it was just like it's like maybe it's those inceptions that he's getting a dig out of you know what i'm saying because inceptions a very trippy movie and this could very much tie into that maybe he's taking inspiration from that posting it on reddit and then you know kind of creating his own personal arg i don't know and maybe he's and maybe oh he saw that video of september 5 matters or whatever and maybe that was just like a church video made you know to promote some fucking event or whatever and he's putting it into context because it's very it's very weird that a video would go up in November of 2016, you know, the month that, you know, Donald Trump gets elected as president saying September 5th matters. And then, you know, as the days and years go by, you know, this conspiracy or cult or, you know, theory just keeps intensifying and whatever. Right. And but maybe it's just somebody just drawing inspiration. from everything. Oh, wouldn't that be funny if we made this into that? Yeah, yeah. And it's just he's just getting personal enjoyment and satisfaction from getting it. That's maybe where I might land. But again, like you said, I don't know. I hope that that's what's going on because some of the things that I have seen that are very possible things, there were not just tremors here in California, but Yellowstone National Park <coughs> is the has a very large super volcano. Which, if you don't know, if a super volcano were to erupt it could easily wipe out like half of the population in the United States. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we would probably start by feeling earthquakes followed by a super volcano eruption. 
very real possibility. That's not, again, that's not the whole, like, aliens coming out of nowhere or lizard people taking over. Like, that's a real, <laughs> like, the science is on the side that that is going to happen. Maybe not in our lifetimes, but probably in the next, like, 200 years to 300 years, we'll probably see an eruption of that magnitude. And, like, it's it's easier to sleep knowing, like, but I'm not going to be around when that shit happens because, yeah. like, I'll be long gone. And there's always asteroid because looking up this topic or whatever, like YouTube, like there's a bunch of videos and some of them have nothing to do with this theory. And some of them are just auxiliary to this theory, too, where it's just like there was like some Indian yogi dude talking about like asteroids coming like he saw a vision of asteroids coming. That makes no mention of, you know, this subreddit or this user or anything to do with this. But it's just saying like, hey, in the month of September, you know, we need to be careful with asteroids. You know, it's just some long-haired hippie dude that probably would have hung out with fucking George Harrison from the Beatles or whatever, right? And then, like, there's other videos with, like, televangelists talking yeah, about... Yeah, we talked about that one before, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if you want to jump into that. So, yeah, so basically, again, doing research to this episode was kind of, I guess, a struggle just because there's no Wikipedia page that we can rely <laughs> on. There's no, like, uh, no. we're probably going to be the only podcast that covers this um so get it while it's hot so uh um it was it was really difficult to to do research on this and at the same time there seems to be a lot of like televangelists and like religious people online warning about september which that was the first thing when i typed in september 5th one of them was like this like reverend from like the deep south talking about like how he keeps having dreams which again weird that he keeps referencing his dreams the whole dream thing is happening again but again, I referenced that Washington Post study that this could all just be a result of us all being cooped up and very, living very mundane lives at the moment because we're all cooped up because of COVID. So maybe that's why we're all having very wild dreams right now. Um, but anyways, he describes his dream and he describes these like three kings that are like flying over and watching everyone like suffering and he's struggling to find his wife in this dream and basically he's warning people that something terrifying is going to happen in September. And again, it seems very like epic. I, and that's all I typed in was September fifth. <laughs> yeah. It could have been like September fifth, like I don't know, sports prediction or like whatever it may be, like fantasy football things to look out for in September. All I typed in was September fifth, and that's the thing that pops up was like the world ending in September. Yeah. So kind of kind of scary when it's not just like like people on Reddit, but also like reverends in the South and all this weird shit. And there's something to this time of year where there usually is a lot of tragedies. I kind of, I remember thinking this like back in like the mid 2000s or whatever. Like, man, there's always like weird shit that happens like in the year two, like in September-ish, the end of August. Yeah. Right when like summer starts to end and like we start to get into the fall months, it always seems to happen. I mean, yeah, you start from the top, September 11th happened. Fucking Johnny Cash died in fucking September. Like a lot of celebrities tend to die around this time of year. Um, I remember my grandpa died September 1st. Like, there's just always something, to me personally, like, you know, that happens in September. Green Day has that awful song, Wake Me Up When September Ends. You you know, so it's just like (laughs) there's always jankiness associated with September. So maybe it's just adding on to the lore that September is kind of like a, a weird month, even to the point where it's just like, hey, Halloween is supposed to be, you know, the, the Eve, you know, all Hallows Eve, where it's supposed to be September or November 1st is all saints day, which is supposed to wash away all the, the pain. Like when you look that up, it's really weird 
where it's just like the October 31st is the last day that evil spirits, evil energies can thrive because November 1st, that's, that's when, you know, all saints come and wash all the sins away, all the evil away, which is super cryptic considering like fall is approaching us and we're entering the, the season of the witch, if you will. So, yeah. Very strange. I mean, I said this when we first started. Well, we weren't even recording yet, but I was telling you how, like, you know, if it was going to happen, 2020 would not surprise me that, like, <laughs> yeah. some bullshit. Like, what else are we going to add to 2020 at this point? It's that like murder hornets. I mean, yeah. shit. I mean. It, it's fucking crazy. Like, the level of, like, insanity. Like, the, the forest fires that we have here where it's like we can't even really see the sun some days because it's yeah. just so cloudy and nasty with, like, burning forest here in california it's it's terrifying and at that point honestly like when that was going on like me and my sisters were talking about how like it seems like this is what the end of the world would look like where it's Mm -hmm. like we're all cooped up inside and the sky is just orange and black and like it's terrifying i hope nothing happens yeah that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping that it's just some bullshit and the next day is the seventh is my baby boy's seven month uh anniversary of being alive and every every month I post one of those pictures like, you know, happy six months, oh, happy yeah. seven months. And so I have this badass Spider-Man costume coming in the mail. So I need to put that. Please don't spoil the Spider-Man costume. Please, fucking God. <laughs> Come on now. So um, not to end this podcast on a fearful note, I think it would be only right if we play that country music, you know, apocalypse song. Because I feel like, you know, there's so much uncertainty out there. But, you know, if you're religious or you're non-religious, just know. That the Lord's always protecting you. The song and is called "God Is My Only Hope." <laughs> God is my. No, it's, it's scars. Scars won't matter when the battle is done. Oh, that's beautiful. Fucking <laughs> Jesus approved. Son, that shit is making me tear up, man. <laughs> Those lighters, everybody. It's never broken my will. Thank God I know that scars won't matter when the battle is won. We'll share in the glee of sweet victory. There's Oh man. Share in the glee of sweet victory.
How many views does this song have? 3,187. Guys, that's the goal for this next YouTube video. We gotta get to 3,000. Hell yeah. If this fucking song can get that, and probably half of them are from mine. Oh, yeah. This song's fucking a slapper. Won't matter when the battle is won. This is better than, like, half the country shit I've ever heard. This is better than the new Manson album. Really? Uh-huh. Doesn't have osteoporosis, yeah. that's why. Because he went to bed at 9 o'clock every night. <laughs> Take care of your knees, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, there's more. Sorry. Oh, shit. Those harmonies, man. That's giving, like, boys to men a run for their money. Got the chills. Jacob's over here. Oh, my God. Damn, right? I think I just got an erection. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's fucking crazy. The funny thing is that song reminded me of something we didn't talk about. One of his posts talked about the September 5 Survivor guy posted um, that first are going to come the the Civil War like um, Civil War riots in the streets or something like that. Which yeah, I can see. Which yeah, seems but- so possible in this time period. Like we got 17 year olds shooting protesters and shit. Yeah, yeah it's just like uh, yeah, I, I I'll give you that one. That's yeah. very possible. I'll put a check mark in that column. You but. win this round, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but he survived September 5th, so that means there's hope for us all. And as long as you put a, the, the sword and the blood of Christ, you'll be okay. I'm going to stay the fuck indoors the most I can that day. That's all I'll say about September yeah. 5th. Yeah, cl- cl- I was about to say where you worked at, but I'm not going to put that out there for the general public to know. But with that said, Art, do you have anything else you want to add to this crazy-ass topic? Um, God, I can't really think of a shout-out at this point. I guess I should have had one Chadwick plan. Bozeman. Oh, yeah. You know what? Rest in peace. Um, that was one of the saddest moments of my life. I'm not even kidding when I said, like, I was, like, so low when I heard that news just because I, I was listening. I'm a big Chicago sports fan, so I was listening to the Waddle and Sylvie show, and they were talking about how today was uh, the day that he passed was Jackie Robinson Day, and... um and I was just like, damn, I've never seen the Jackie Robinson movie. Like, I really want to watch it. So Great, I was waiting for my girlfriend to, to get home. And so, like, she gets home, and I was like, you know what? We should watch the Jackie Robinson movie tonight. And then, like, the news just broke. Like, it just came out of nowhere. And I was just like, oh, Whoa. my God. Like, Black Panther. Like, the fact that. And he played Jackie Robinson. He too. played Jackie Robinson. That's why. I guess I, guess I should have clarified that. But, um. It was just a, a really like sad moment. It was. It hit me like you know. I don't really care that much when a lot of celebrities pass. Besides David Bowie's passing, this is probably the other one that has that like in the last couple of years that has really like hurt hurt in the old feelings there. But yeah, it was rough, man. Like first thing I thought of was like he was forty three years old, still very young. You know, battling cancer, kind of kept it to himself. It was one of those things that makes you feel like, you know, you can lift all the weights you want. You can run all the miles you want. You can eat the best foods. And I'm sure he had the ability to have all these things. He was a rich movie star. And that's life, man. That's Sometimes it's just the dice that life rolls, and that's mm-hmm. what you get. Sometimes you get snake eyes. Yeah. I mean, and 
he had known that he had the cancer for four years, I guess yeah. is what they were saying. And what I think is, I mean, nothing's beautiful about cancer. I mean, I lost my grandma to that as well as some other people that I loved. Um, and nothing's beautiful about it. But the the silver lining to it all is just like the inspiration that he will forever leave um, because he knew about this four years ago and he did not put, put it out there at all for anybody to feel sorry for him over. So every accolade that he got was well-deserved because it was on his merits. He in within those four years, he played Jackie Robinson. He probably really, or was the lead for the most culturally significant African American movie of all time. Um, within that play Thurgood Marshall, which is another, you know, key African-American in all of our histories, right? As well as, like, it was just a spot-on actor. The only actor I can think of that was probably a bigger name in the last four years would maybe be Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt. But, I mean, to the the point where it's just, like, Chadwick Boseman meant so much to a certain oppressed people, especially during these times. It was just like, wow— Knowing that he had cancer for those four years, knowing maybe this might be a death sentence and still putting his all out there. And I remember when I when I heard that, like, whoa, that is super crazy that he had cancer and knew about it and kept it under the wraps for the last four years. And immediately the first thought that came into my mind is like, that's that Mamba mentality. That's that Kobe Bryant mentality where it's just like, no, just keep being better. Just keep soldiering on. Don't feel bad for yourself. Just keep putting out that good energy out there into the universe and the first picture I see that, you know, pr- you know, you know, rest in power picture that everybody was posting out there, you know, on Instagram or whatever, was him and Kobe Bryant embracing each other. Uh-huh. And I was like, that gave me goosebumps and chills because it was just like, how perfect. Because now they're both up there and they both get to um, ignore <laughs> or or, or uh, survive basically <laughs> September 5th. You yeah, know, yeah. Kind of give everything full circle. But... You know, yeah, that's to me like it's just like you, those two gentlemen right there. You got to take some kind of inspiration from yeah. their lives, and it's just like they leave a fucking legacy. And God bless them both. Yeah, it was it was truly heartbreaking when when that happened. And one of the things I saw online were, you know, he had posted not so much him himself posting pictures of himself. Like he was obviously going through like his chemo at this point and lost a lot of weight, and people were like kind of like ripping online for being so skinny. One thing I will say, I I, I don't want to say I disagree with you, but I think it's important for people to, when someone has like a cancer diagnosis, it's not so much like burying it deep down, but I do think that it gives a solidarity and strength of like, of knowing that you're not alone in this, in, in that kind of battle. Um, back in the 1950s 1960s like that was like a thing that like it was a thing of shame of like if you had a cancer diagnosis it was like in a celebrity in those times period not even a celebrity but if you had it you were the family member that was like buried in the background because mm-hmm. nobody wanted to deal with that because it was ugly it was gonna get ugly like you're it's not gonna be a nice thing for people to want to see you in, in this state so of losing your hair and like losing like 50 pounds of your body you know like it was it's gonna get ugly and um I do think that having such a big following, like, I mean, I I respect his decision not to like make it public. It's like whatever. It's an individual thing. I I just you know it. I think it's heartbreaking that he didn't make it public. That he mm-hmm. n- and I don't think it was like necessarily his choice. I think that's more of a Hollywood thing. 
Oh, really? And I think that that's more of like a, I think he was, I think it's ugly that like Hollywood would force something that not not I don't think anyone was making him do it, yeah. but I think I think that the, the, the society of like this guy has cancer and like let's not like <laughs> like 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 he's gonna lose too much weight or whatever it may be like I don't know what it was, but I I do I I still like you know I just respect everything about him and, and like I hope it wasn't anything like that that was like making him not come out and mm-hmm. say like you know this is why I'm doing this kind of thing that would be horrible yeah yeah I I don't know about th- who was the uh, broadcaster for ESPN that that um, Stuart Scott S- Stuart Scott when like Stuart Scott was going through his like chemotherapy and he was still going to work like like. He was he had already made it public like what was going on, but that guy was like speaking of mama mentality, like that guy was showing up to work and like, you know, if you read the stories of like what he was going through, where he like literally had a trash can next to his next to his reporter's desk as he was doing news, because you know you you'll vomit a lot when you have chemo in you, so he was like vomiting in between takes of like just trying to get through like reporting the the news or whatever, mm-hmm. just because he was just like that committed, like I'm gonna make this happen. Like Stuart Scott was like really a like a amazing person and i'm not saying that he's not i'm just hoping that nobody like i hope there was no stigma of like if anyone's going through that i I hope that there's no stigma there's no shame in having cancer there's no any of that like whatever it is like there's always like the the unity and like because you don't know he was 43 years old like i don't know where i'm gonna be at 43 years nobody knows where they're gonna be at 43 where they're gonna be in the next five years really true so that all i'm saying is like talking about it being out there if anyone's going through something like that like it's it's really important to just get that shit off your chest and like just know that there's like support that's right baby so with that said (laughs) everybody (laughs) with that said everybody make sure you check out all of all of our stuff on social media is at art and jake do america um guys like we said at the beginning of the episode you know we got a patreon you can go there if you want to support us make sure you go to all of our sponsors and hey if you guys are going through anything like that that's where you can hit us up at you know so that way hey we're your friends we can help you out through that but anyways guys hopefully we get past september 5th so we don't have to worry you so we can live to see osteoporosis yes so we can see i want to get osteoporosis (laughs) (laughs) i want to have rickety joints come on now uh but anyways uh check us out on all the social medias make sure you check out our t public where we have corona masks uh, you can get the double-layered mask. You can get the single-layered mask. Whatever you want. Just make sure you fucking wear a mask. Be mindful of the people that are out there. Because it's not just for you, but it's for the other people. Come on, guys. Cover your nose and your mouth. They're both equally as important. Yeah, that's how you get those droplets anyways. Um, so, I don't know what else to say. Oh, yeah. we I've been dropping the ball on this. Make sure you check out the Podbelly Network. That's where you can find us, as well as other great podcasts, such as our sisters that we're not sure yet. They podcast. just released a great episode. Oh yeah, they're they're valiant return back. Yeah, they're back. Yeah, guess who's back? Back again. Tell a friend, mm-hmm. as well as Nerds on Topic, the podcast, the world famous Sofa King podcast, as well as a litany of other great podcasts. So with that said, Art, do you have anything else? That's it. Tell your mom and your boo boo too, and uh, also make sure you vote. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Good night. Bye.